Hello and welcome to the Climate Chats podcast. My name is Christian Friedrich. While we are approaching Climate 2020, the worldwide online climate conference, we invited Professor Walter Leal to the podcast. Professor Leal is the director of the Research and Transfer Center, Sustainability and Climate Change Management, which is both organizer of the conference as well as the publisher of this podcast. Hello and welcome. Hello. Nice to be here. You've been working in environmental and sustainable development since 1987. And you also initiated, among many other things, the International Climate Change Information Program. What else should listeners know about you? What are you working on currently? Could you maybe introduce yourself a little bit further? Sure. As you said, my name is Alt Leo. I head the Research and Transfer Center Sustainable Development and Climate Change Management at the Hamburg University of Applied Sciences. And uh, in our center, we are very concerned with issues uh, linked with um, climate change and uh, sustainable development. Your work is focused, at least to some extent, as I understand it, on one of the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals, uh, specifically goal number 13. Correct. Uh, goal 13 refers to climate action, which means that uh, the measures which have to be implemented with a view to tackling climate change, which, in my opinion, is one of the most serious challenges of, of modern times. So climate change and its impacts are a matter of great concern to the UN as a whole, but also to um, individual countries in particular. And uh, we try to provide the level of attention which climate change deserves uh, through our projects and also through Climate 2020, our online climate conference. Mm -hmm. What does that mean specifically? Uh, as I understand it, SDG 13 addresses the very systemic problem that climate change in itself entails, as far as I understand it. What does that mean for your work and, and your, your approach to your work? Okay. Well, it's a very good question. Uh, in our center, we are particularly concerned with the impact of climate change, which are manifold. They vary from climate, climate impacts in, in agriculture, but also in water um, availability. And uh, climate change is also linked with issues such as migration. Some people leave their home, their home regions, because the climate conditions there make life um, very difficult. So we try to, by putting into place um, climate change adaptation, um, undertake a variety of projects, tackling issues which are of real relevance uh, to people uh, on the ground in our center, would not do um, things like um, climate modeling or climate forecasts. Um, that's uh, another uh, type of expertise. What we do focus on is on approaches, methods, and also initiatives, mm -hmm. which can be applied on the ground and can help us to a better understand what climate change is and means for people, and b perhaps more interesting, how can we address the impacts by means of uh, adequate adaptation responses. Uh, speaking of adaptation responses, um, as far as I understand it, climate management has to acknowledge certain power dynamics and power structures. Could you maybe tell us a bit more about 
the transformative versus the incremental adaptation of changes in, in this context specifically? Right. Well, certainly, uh, traditions approach to climate change have been focused on incremental adaptations, which I think is um, not the right way to look at the problem, not the right way to handle it. Uh, what we do need is what we call transformative adaptation, means that we can not only measure vulnerability and risks, but also move forward and um, adapt practices, be it in respect of policy making, uh, um, climate financing, mm -hmm. which are sustainable in the long run and can yield the results we expect. A mistake seen in the past is that I've been treating climate change in a um, ad hoc basis, uh, look at the impacts, but without any connection with the socio-political framework. Therefore, we are much better advised to try to use a transformative approach to adaptation, means that we can address vulnerability uh, in some regions, we can try to ascertain which impacts are seen in human systems, and as importantly done, uh, pave the way for policy making, but also for concrete measures to address those problems on the ground. Because the climate change is characterized by one important feature. The problem is global in nature, but the impacts are local. We have to bear that in mind. Could it also be said, me being a novice in this field, an interested novice, uh, that incremental adaptation doesn't address the severeness of the changes that are needed? Is that an overstatement? Or would you say that by working with incremental changes, we as, let's say, humanity are not going to fix the problems ahead of us? Correct. Um, correct. That's a lesson I think we have learned uh, from the past. If we start adaptation efforts, we have to initiate them, but also sustain them for a long time. Um, in handling climate impacts, we speak about decades and centuries and not um, in years. So they have to be sustained in the long run. There are very little to be gained by having a short-term localized um, action, which after some time uh, stops. They have to be con continuous. A very concrete example can be taken from agriculture, where by means of a suitable adaptation, uh, farmers can look for crops which are better uh, resistant to, to droughts. And therefore, those crops can, you know, prevail even in an adverse uh, climate. Mm -hmm. The same line of thinking also applies to water use. Water has become a very scarce resource, and uh, there are a number of countries, especially in Africa, or not only in Africa, which suffer from uh, water scarcity. So, approach to address water scarcity have to take into account the climate variables but also look for solutions, for example, through uh, rainwater harvesting or a better distribution of how water resources are used. You also propose the acceleration and the upscaling of solutions for climate change management, if I understood this correctly. Um, yes, correct. Could you go into a bit of a detail? What would that look like in quite practical terms? Mm -hmm. Yes, sure. That's also a very good question. Um, if you bear in mind the SDGs, the Sustainable Development Goals, um, holds time scales up to 2030, 
we have now 2020, mm-hmm. we quickly realize that we do not have much time left. So what we are planning for, for an acceleration of initiatives in respect of climate change adaptation, which is our um, area of work, but also climate action in a whole, so that we can do as much as possible before this uh, 2030 deadline. How does it get done concretely? Um, Some of the work we are doing involves capacity building, training um, of local people, of local professionals, to make them better equipped to handle the challenges climate change poses to their countries, for example, in agriculture, uh, in water use, uh, but also in areas such as tourism, where climate change does have um, a significant impact. Uh, On the other hand, we are also very busy in trying to demonstrate, by means of practical projects, uh, which approaches and methods work so that they can be replicable um, elsewhere. Uh, We recently organized a nice symposium on climate change in Africa called uh, Climate 2030, where we gathered a number of different uh, stakeholders from across Africa, and we have a common understanding about the need for this speeding up, for this uh, acceleration, and the need for provision of uh, financing to get to allow countries to implement ideas they, they have, but they are not able to implement due to constraints in financial resources. Indeed, um, one matter which I think we should point out is apart from the fact that climate change is global in nature uh, with local impacts, is the fact that the countries which are now suffering the most from climate change, such as countries in Africa, uh, Southeast Asia, or Latin America, are the countries which are responsible for a very small portion of the global emissions. Meaning that, this paradox, they produce very few emissions, yet they suffer the most from climate change. It's also also a disparity, which in my opinion um, has to be addressed. Definitely. We ask our guests of the Climate Chats podcasts about pragmatic means of climate action that our listeners can take directly and personally. Um, what is your recommendation to our listeners? What, what should everyone start doing if they're not doing it already? Mm-hmm. Well, we can do many things with uh, amazingly uh, few, little effort. Um, we can reduce our carbon footprint. Uh, in the way we travel, mm-hmm. um, certainly use public transport and uh, less the car whenever this is possible. I understand that some people have to use their cars, but uh, if you it's not a must, we can reduce the usage and hence reduce your, your CO2 uh, footprint, the way we buy some products. Um, for example, we do not have to have imported uh, fruits from mm-hmm. Africa or from Asia. We can also um, you know, consume local local products, um, give an emphasis and support uh, local production, which is also a very nice way to be climate friendly, but also support um, local economies, but also the way we behave at home, uh, the way we use energy, heating. There's always more steps which every person can take and combined, they can make a real difference. Great, thank you. This is also the time for me to wrap things up already, even though we just basically we just started the conversation. Um, if you would like to listen to our podcast on a regular basis, please consider subscribing. It is free and always will be. 
You can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, but the easiest way to subscribe is to use the podcast app on your phone, search for Climate Chats and click subscribe. There, you will have access to additional links and resources. Of course, you can also listen to us by visiting the website of the Worldwide Online Climate Conference, Climate 2020. If you like our podcast or if you disliked anything, we'd really appreciate your feedback. Simply email us or find us on Twitter. You can find the links to do this in the show notes of this episode, along with lots of links to the work that Professor Leal just pointed to. Thank you again, Professor Leal, for taking the time. My pleasure. See you soon on the Climate Chats podcast. Take care.